Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Morning. I'm a pragmatic guy. Um, I kind of think at a different pace than most people. I, I, I'm just kind of shocked to see Cosby walking free. He should die in prison for all intents and purposes, but he won't. And But, but what it made me think of was the uh, number of men and women that are innocent that are sitting in prison right now uh, that don't have... Well, some estimate he has wealth of $400 million. He can hire 30 lawyers. He can, he can buy a law firm. Cosby can and did and has and now he's home. I, I understand the emotion for any woman that's been uh, sexually abused or sexually assaulted. This sends a vile message that there is no justice. But if you just drill down on the truth of the matter is Cosby was lied to by folks who aren't supposed to lie to people. Right? I mean, the judges said it flat out. They set him up. Cyril Weck's son, um, Supreme Court Justice. Go, Cyril. I'm sure Daddy's mighty proud. Seriously, I'm a big fan of Dr. Weck. David Wecht, writing for the court. The court called Mr. Cosby's subsequent arrest an affront to fundamental fairness, particularly when it results in a criminal prosecution that was foregone for more than a decade. It said justice and fair play and decency require the district attorney's office stand by the decision of the previous DA. They lied to him. The justices said that overturning the conviction and barring any further prosecution is the only remedy that comports with society's reasonable expectations of its elected prosecutors in our criminal justice system. Bam. He's lied to, man. Bait and switch. He got set up. If you're cool with that, then you're cool with anyone that you know that's ever been arrested getting set up and sent to jail till they die. I'm not defending Cosby's actions. But what I'm suggesting is, this is egregious, man. It's heavy-handed stuff. And I respect and admire the fact that the justices have the you-know-whats to make the decision. Setting Cosby free? Smarmy, grimy, creepy, all those things, but it's the right thing. Hey, don't let me tell you. Let's talk to one of the big dogs, uh, one of the best criminal defense attorneys I've ever known, uh, Chuck Porter. Good morning, Chuck. How are you, sir? 
Good, Marty. How are you? So look, ma'am, except the premise, this is kind of grimy, it's kind of sleazy, and the Cosby should still be in jail because of what he did involving these women. But at the end of the day, Chuck, he was lied to, set up, and the law is the law, right? Yeah, let's make it perfectly clear. This decision did not clear Cosby. It did not vindicate Cosby. And what it also is not, as I've heard people say, is it's not that he got off on a technicality. Rather, this is an application of the law, an application of the constitutions of both the United States of America and Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, because you cannot have a situation where you tell someone or compel someone essentially to give evidence against themselves and then turn around and use it against them. That's just not fair. What, what kind of, well, a lot of things jump out at me, Chuck. Uh, regarding this particular case, why wouldn't Cosby's folks bring this up when it first happened and said, hey, check this out. The house is on fire, man. They're burning down the house. Put the fire out. In other words, point this out immediately. Why did it take so long, Chuck? Oh, I believe it was pointed out, and the trial judge simply was not going to give him that relief. The trial judge essentially found that there was not some understanding or deal or agreement that would prevent Cosby from being prosecuted. And it's sort of contrary to what Bruce Castor said, where he essentially said he was trying to give him transactional immunity, which, of course, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court frowned upon very much, saying we don't want our prosecutors to sort of have the ability to say, well, we're not going to prosecute you just because. I mean, we have statutes, we have rules that deal with grants of immunity, and and Castor seemed to go above and beyond that with what he did. But then you have the, the subsequent prosecutor who has to know the background and right. has to know that the, 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 the uh, ability to get the deposition testimony was only predicated upon the fact that they told him it wasn't going to be, that it couldn't be used against them. So, so, I mean, so, so Chuck, yeah, it, lay it out like you would for a fourth grader, because that's my um, IQ level. How did this go down, sir? In layman's terms. Well, I think, you know, starting from the beginning, you have a case with very bad facts. You have a guy who is alleged to and has been found guilty of doing some very bad things. You then have all the publicity around it. And, you know, perhaps the trial judge was a little gun shy because of that. I mean, sometimes it's really hard for trial judges to essentially stand up and do the right thing here, which in a case like this is say, all right, you got this testimony against this guy because you told him that it couldn't, you forced him to have to testify. So, so hold on. So, so check. So people know what happened. They said in essence to to Cosby, Hey, my man, if you give this testimony during this deposition in a civil case, it can't and will not be used against you at any other time. Right? Essentially. Yes. It's sort of like if if you were accused of theft and they told you, well, look, we'll, we'll let the victim of your theft, uh, sue you and ask you questions, but um, don't worry about it. It's not going to be used against you, and then they turn around and prosecute you. Oh! You can't have it both ways. Oh! Man, Chuck, it's just so egregious. Can you hang around for a few minutes, man? Sure. This is fascinating to me. I got a, a couple of issues. Why not go after the prosecutor who made this slimy deal? What message does this send to the general public? What message does this send anyone arrested? And how many folks are in jail right now? under similar circumstances. Kind of scary. Marty Griffin talking about Cosby, big picture for me, quite frankly. So the message it sends is that a guy accused of sexually assaulting up to 60 women is laughing at home right now, having an egg McMuffin. 
because he has big shot lawyers and a big paycheck. And is this the justice we expect in America? Ah, fill in the blanks. Chuck Porter, a uh, very, very uh, well-regarded criminal defense attorney I would hire if I was in big trouble. And you never know, Chuck. Hey, uh, so one of my boys who you know very well, Gary, is a very successful police officer. You guys know each other very well. He says if it was me or him, we'd still be in jail. Is this a big money thing? A cause we had the big checks, the big lawyers, and otherwise he'd still be in jail, sir? With my friend Gary on that point. I think, that, you know, and, and, and quite frankly, it may be a situation where the court paid a little closer attention because of who it was or yeah. because of the notoriety around the case. But I, I think when you analyze it, you, you, you have a situation where it's it's not common. This I don't think we're going to see a case like this with any regularity. Quite frankly, this is these facts are very unique. You have a man who you know is alleged to and in fact has been convicted of doing a lot of bad things. Right. The the problem the problem was, and I think the dissenting opinion talked about it is how much of the. Uh, allegations involving other victims is proper to bring in. I mean, the media's reported a lot as that was the decision, but it really wasn't. It was only one of the justices who alerted that that, in his mind, was a problem. But I think that's sort of the backdrop. You have a situation where the case was prosecuted in a way that was uh, different than many. Hopefully we don't see this type of situation where these many allegations of prior misconduct with other people you know, coming in, it, there, there's roles that limit the scope and breadth. We just don't, in America, we don't say, well, you're a bad person, therefore you go to yes, jail sir. and we're, gonna, we're going to allow the jury to know all the bad stuff you've done in life. We have rules of evidence that limit and restrict what can be brought in. And, and that was part of the background here where he was trying to defend not just one case, but probably, what, six or seven in, in one trial. And, and it's a very difficult thing, and, and I think it certainly troubled at least one of the justices. But when you, when you get to the heart of the opinion here and the heart of the decision, it had to do with prosecutors who just weren't doing what they should have done. You, know, you have one prosecutor who, by the accounts of most of the justices, went beyond what he's permitted to do. By hey, Chuck, hold on. No, I, before I lose you here, though, man, that prosecutor, shouldn't he be punished, sir? Didn't he violate the law or very minimum the ethical standards of a prosecutor? Shouldn't someone go after him and say, my man, you can't do this? Well, I'm not sure which prosecutor you're talking about because you have Castor in the first instance who sure. gave this deal. That's right. That's right. And, and, I, and I don't think that Castor giving the deal was proper but I also don't think it was an ethical violation that would merit some some discipline. You then have the second prosecutor who brings the case, notwithstanding this uh, this prior deal that his predecessor made, where he says, "I'm not using this testimony. I'm not prosecuting you." He doesn't say, "I'm not using the testimony." Right. He says, "I'm not prosecuting you." So you have to answer questions, and the victim can sue you civilly. And then the second prosecutor comes in and says, well, you know what? We're going to use it. God. To me, that was improper. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, uh, I, I'm so intrigued by this as defense attorney uh, Chuck Porter. Why do they clear the slate on uh, Crosby? Uh, Cosby? They, they can't get one case. They can't come up with a new case. 
and go after him again? Why does he walk free on everything now? That was the most surprising part of the decision to me. I, there is a concurring and dissenting opinion by two of the justices. I think it was Justice Doherty and Justice Baer, who essentially thought that he should be given a new trial rather than a, simply a walk away, a new trial where the government could not use the, the uh, information gleaned from the depositions. And my guess would be they would also then have gone and said, you can't use all these other bad act evidence. So essentially you're now back to, you can try the case, but with the, the victim in that case, in that case alone, coupled with any other evidence they had at that point. But apparently enough of the justices were, were um, felt that this was egregious enough that even that as a remedy wasn't appropriate. I, I was shocked about man, that. I thought, man. quite frankly, this was a retrial situation with, with a limited evidence. Hey, Chuck, I, tell our listeners, does the guy that has $10,000 instead of $10 million, is he still sitting in prison, sir? Because I think he is. Well, I, you know, I think the reality is that if you can't afford to put on a first-class defense, yeah. it certainly goes to your benefit. There's no doubt about that. <clears throat> you know, having said that, you know, would the court, you know, I mean, I, I like to think our justices are trying to do the right thing. I think they're analyzing the case based on what they believe was appropriate. Yeah, I, I think you have to take this case, you know, from beginning to end. You have someone who was a celebrity yeah. who had some very salacious allegations against him, who was pretty arrogant about what he did or didn't do. And it, it certainly got a lot of publicity. And, and when cases gather that much publicity, I think sometimes the the law can suffer in those situations. It's much harder for everyone in the system to make sure that the case is tried properly rather than through the media, rather than be affected by the beliefs of other people. And we, we have a market now where how many how many lawyers are out there giving comments every single day for the TV station? Yes, sir. And, you know, and, and it, it's now become a business where a lot of this has become celebrity driven rather than let's look at justice. What is justice here? And, and I think when you when you get to that level here, justice I, was not allowing this conviction to stand. I get it. But, 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 think, but hey, hey, doesn't this send and I got to go. Doesn't this send a message to regular folks, Chuck, that. Say, this is what they'll do, man. This is what they'll do to get you in jail. They'll lie, they'll cheat, and they'll cover up to get you in jail. Does it not send that message to folks sitting out there right now? Oh, I think it's certainly a concern, and yep. it's going to be a concern for a lot of people in society. I don't yep. think there's any question about that. That's why we hold our prosecutors and our law enforcement to such high standards, because we have to. We have to, or we're not the country that we are. You're my man. You know it. You're the best, Chuck. I'll talk to you later. Appreciate your time today. All right, Marty. Take care. My deal's real basic, man. How many men and women are sitting in jail right now? They don't have $10 million. And they're done. And they have nothing. And they were set up and lied to. Does this not send that frightening message? Yeah, yeah, it does. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.